Well, hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and it's showtime here again in Berks County. Again, we're the source for authenticity and exactitude here in southeast Pennsylvania, Delaware Valley. Whether you like it, whether you live in King or Prussia or Abington and or Pittsburgh, it doesn't matter, folks. I mean, anywhere in between, skip back. You're you're joining in our show because you know we're a source for authenticity and exactitude. We're a we're the oasis of truth here in southeast Pennsylvania, Delaware Valley. We've been for the last five years on our show, the Watchmen, folks, and we're so happy to have you with us today. We're going to bring you some truth at the speed of sound. So strap yourselves in. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to talk a little bit about about the uh, the banking institutions right now and what's going on with the Silicon Valley Bank. You know, you've heard people say uh, you've heard people say defund the banks, and then you hear people say that banks live bank lives do matter. So instead of being confused, we're going to try to add some clarity here because don't be confused because. People that are saying to defund the banks are now saying bank lives matter, but it is important you understand something about this whole thing. You know, it's the woke Silicon Valley Bank. I think that's the thing you don't want to you don't want to miss is what happened with the with the bank in Silicon Valley. You know, and, and again the the uh, the woke bank and how this 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 bank is, you know, um, you know what happened with the whole thing. But it, I think what it boils boils down to is. Banks will fail when they when they make investments in things that aren't in the best interest of the shareholders. So their fiduciary responsibility at the bank is to make sure they look after the the, the investors on the ground, if you will. And when they're investing in in a woke theology or a woke culture of sorts, whatever that culture is, you know, environmental social governance programs, okay, whatever that means, okay. I mean, these are the same people that believe a highway can be racist, okay? These are people that, that have some sort of an insane ideology about wokeism. I mean, it goes beyond green planet stuff. It goes beyond, you know, the, the oceans are levels are rising because the polar caps are melting. Or it goes beyond the fact that they're talking about a snowstorm and blaming a snowstorm for, for global warming or whatever. It goes beyond the fact that they're denying that a healthier planet is a greening planet. And we are a green planet. We're greening. It goes beyond the fact that the science of the green planet is we have 15% more biomass of vegetation on this planet than we had, you know, 30 years ago. That's a fact that you can bank on, folks. That's the truth. And 15% more greening on this planet um, is a biomass equivalent to what North America looks like, okay? The size of North America. That's how much more green we have on this planet. Okay, we've just seen the 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 uh, the, 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 the drought in California was just crashed and, and, and completely um, satisfied now with all the snow they got. So they're complaining about it because they weren't planning on getting any water cut. They, the only thing that California has, they don't have water preservation. They don't have, I should say, they don't have an environmental program that helps families by by storing water in, in the ground, a water system that actually effectively collects rainwater. What they ended up doing, it's like the forestry. You know, they, they the reason they have wildfires is because they don't have a they don't have a forestry method. They don't have a they don't have a forestry service that handles, you know, the forestry vegetation or the dead stuff at the bottom of the forest that, that can turn into firewood, if you will. They create their own scenarios by overregulating businesses, okay, and thwarting the development of 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 water, you know, uh, I should say, um, you know, water 
uh, you know, buildup areas where they could store water for you know, groundwater, basically, to, to, to take care of their society. They don't bother with that. So they've been suffering with these droughts because they've been getting, you know, below average water temperature, uh, water, uh, you know, precipitation, okay? Uh, you know, they've been getting below average precipitation levels over the last, well, I want to say, five or ten years. And then one fell swoop, all that was broke, Okay. And I think that's wonderful. Okay, now, but they'll blame it. They'll say all this snow that, you know, that's bogged down everybody who lives in the Sierra Mountains. Let me tell you, when you live in the Sierra Mountains, folks, you expect snow. You expect it. You expect it. But I mean, I, I just think it's it's just really it's an interesting thing that you look at and what brings out the the worst in people. Okay, and it's just a reminder, you know, that the banking message mess is just another consequence of high inflation. It really is. You know, the complexities around and solutions to the banking crisis lie well beyond uh, core competency. I mean, the, the core competency of this Biden or incompetency of this Biden administration. OK, um, it's indisputable that much of the upheaval, OK, that we've just seen can be traced back to Biden administration's disastrous inflationary policies. They're forcing the Fed to hike up interest rates as a form of anti-inflation chemotherapy for the overheated U.S. economy. And so um, those actions that they're taking are in turn having a direct effect and heavily contributing to the unpleasant external, uh, external, uh, externalities like the collapse of, of, of Silicon Valley Bank and, and other sig- and signature banks and things like that. I mean, Biden's team were directly warned about the, the high-risk spending that they were jamming through partisan Democrat passes let you know legislators including their respected Demo- democrat you know well the 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 slightly respected democrat uh policy holders or p- policy makers if you will but look none of them listened they didn't listen at all they just pretended they just pretended to listen to the warnings again they never happened they just said well all right, it's just a transitionary inflation we'll just call it transitionary they denied it it was what it is Okay, the the inflation problem remains extremely painful and, and stubbornly persistent, folks. And experts are suggesting that the Fed is stopping or slowing the rate of, of increasing, if you will, um, of increasing, um, you know, increasing, if you will, the uh, what's going on right now, the the, 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 the reducing the pressure in the banking sector at the moment. But we have high inflation right now, and it's untamed. Okay, you can pick your poison scenario. Either inflation at the root of all economic evil. I mean, here it is. We're looking at it. Here's the Obama administration's economist. Core inflation has actually now been trending in the wrong direction for several months now. No kidding. We were saying it on our show. Janet Yellen doesn't admit to it. But it's undeniably linked to not only Americans' pain, but the recent bank collapses. And the criticism that's, uh, you know, basically what's what they're looking at right now. I mean, Biden's clumsy, partisan, blamestorming response advanced by the by him and by himself on, you know, earlier in the week. OK, when he made the apparently rare sacrifice of being up on the rack, <laughs> being up by, by the crack of nine o'clock. I mean, he was up by the crack at 9 a.m. That's a that's a sacrifice on his part. OK, so he's up there and. And he's doing a he's doing a, a television piece, okay? And he's trying to say it was aided by Trump area Trump era deregulation. So he wants to blame it on deregulation. So that you know Biden comes out and says the bank collapse is 
because there's not a gov- there's not enough government regulation. Now, it was Buttigieg that said that the train derailment was the result of not enough government regulation. Oh, so do we see a pattern here? They create a burdensome government. And when problems like this happen, like that the Department of Transportation, okay, should have overseen on the, the, the train derailments, or that the Fed, okay, the Federal Reserve should have seen here with this bank collapse. See, when these government agencies fail and they fail to do their, their oversight, if you will, because they're incompetent, then they turn around and blame the fact there's not enough regulations and that's why it failed. And that's why the training room. And they expect people like us on our show to believe it. You know, I've never known anything that failed because of lack of regulation. Okay, it fails because it's not, it's a system, whatever. We, we know that the bank, the train derailments were not the results of not having the correct pneumatic brakes that Buttigieg wants to say. We know the train derailments were the result of, well, overheated bearings on car 23. Okay, we know that. And we know this bank collapsed because of its bad investments and because of the bond market change. We know that too. It has nothing to do with not having enough regulations. As a matter of fact, the, the CEO took his money out of there. We know that too. So you can go on and on about you know what, what we can expect from these people, but make no mistake about it, they want to deny. They want to deny what, what it is. They they don't want to they want to own their decisions. They want to deny the narrative. Or they want to deny the facts, I should say. It's less embarrassing than, you know, it's for them, I guess. That's what they think. But, you know, you, 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 you know, it's interesting. I mean, um, there was a deleted tweet. I think it was a, a screenshot I, I saw somewhere where Stephanie Rule was on uh, MSNBC and she was praising Republican regulatory rollback. So she was uh, she was with uh, John Hardwood. And they were praising the Republicans regulatory rollback for community banks. Okay, they were just doing that. They were doing that, okay? Then all of a sudden they pulled that tweet because they realized, oh my goodness. So they deleted the tweet. And what they were doing was they uh, they were blaming Republican deregulation for what happened. But she said deregulation, she publicly supported the time, called it a great idea. Yeah, she said she said, I'll leave you with I'll leave you with my favorite quote of the the whole ordeal, she said, by far for from uh, former Congressman Barney Frank. Okay, he's He's the guy that was in charge of the uh, the House Oversight Committee, okay, back in the uh, before the 2008 collapse, okay, the mortgages, yeah. Again, nutty policies, crazy policies, right into the mortgage loans. I mean, that, that was Barney Frank. I mean, they were a big reason why the 2008 collapse happened. So he he rushed in with the big government solution again. So the Dodd Frank bill, I mean, were the problem that, that they created. They created the problem. Well, these these regulations are what caused the problems. And bad investments. I mean, it's the woke ideology. That's what it is. It's sort of like the the housing industry was crashed and burned because of the affordable housing ideas. They were a major feed. They were a major feeder of the 2008 financial catastrophe. Well, here you've got these investments in in environmental social governance policies that this bank put forward, and and, and you know they they actually they committed they 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 communicated in several company communications that were out there that, that of their woke ideology and theology and how they're going to their mission statement for their financial institution was going to be tailored and structured by 
the the D the, the the within the threads of the within the actual threads the DNA threads of the company itself would be running through the veins of these of these uh, would be would be this woke ideology but it'd be built right into every policy sort of like how America first is see when somebody says they're America first what they're talking about is no policy no process is allowed to exist if it doesn't result in what's best for this country and the people of it. Well, when something is built into the threads of the mission, if you will, of a, of a financial institution and their investments and all the, of course, without, you know, again, there are going to be a lot of congressional investigations on this. But when they get, when they start breaking this down, you're going to see all their horrible investments. You're going to see where they were investing their money. <clears throat> you're going to see the startups, the business startups that they, they help finance. And uh, you're going to see, I mean, it, it has to do with the fact they put money behind their theology and they get business startups to, you know, like companies like create seaweed for, for energy fuel, okay, fuel energy, or, or you know, that, uh, you know, that uh, will grow uh, radishes on a, on a lava bed or something. I don't know. I mean, they're, 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 they're the, these green policies, you know, trying to create energy out of windmills and solar panels, you know, trying to trying to develop electric cars that will go actually that will actually travel 300 miles. OK, I mean, they're, they're by creating products that people don't want. OK, so they're investing in companies, startups, they're investing in company startups that develop products and services that people don't want. That's woke theology, and that's what these people are invested in. This is what you're seeing right now, and this is how they lost their shirts, okay? Sort of like the 2008 housing, the affordable housing ideas that came out, that fed the, the whole crisis that happened in 2008. Don't miss that, folks. And so this is kind of like what you're looking at with people, and, and that's why I don't want people confused, because it really is that it, it's the banking crisis that did occur, it happened. And it happened because you had people that were, you know, that were, you know, they, they, they just weren't paying attention. They were putting money in the investments that people, products and services, people they want to buy. The root of capitalism is making investments and in, in investing in products and services that people want and giving them more of it. When you give them, you give them less of what they don't want. Okay. Anyway, we got Stormy Daniels. She's back in the uh, the news now. It looks like the uh, the the uh, law the law enforcement agencies in New York are are trying to get something on Trump. The Manhattan Criminal Court here they're trying to get something on Trump having to do with Stormy Daniels and the hush money allegedly paid. I just think it's it's an amazing phenomenon that uh, right now you've got uh, you got Trump's defense lawyer was on MSNBC arguing that the indictment only helped the former president. If he goes, if they bring this case, I believe this is going to catapult them into the White House because this is going to show how, how they're weaponizing the justice system. There's no question about it. I, I, I think that if they bring a case of hush money I mean, that was paid to Stormy Daniels back in 2016, they're going to bring that out, trying to make that. I mean, it's just going to be unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I he's not going to leave the race. It's not going to cause him to leave the race. It's going to enhance Trump's numbers. I mean, Trump, I, I, I think it's going to, he did nothing wrong. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable to me. I mean, remember the Russia, Russia, Russia to the Mueller hoax, you know, the impeachment hoax one and two, you know, the the unlawful Mar-a-Lago raid. I mean, they investigated and attacked Trump since, since he was elected. They went after him every time. 
Now, here they are again doing this again, and they're going to push the nuclear button here. They're going to attack Trump because of this disgraced extortionist, okay, that, that we're talking about. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I just think they're, they're, I, 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 I don't know. it's just amazing to me. This is happening because Trump is leading in the polls by a large margin against anybody. And there's never been anything so blatant in American political history to go after this guy. This is unbelievable. Everyone knows it's a sham. The Department of Injustice knows it's a sham. They've stocked the DA's office with top people from D.C. to help get Trump at the local level. That's what they want. People aren't going to tolerate it. I'm telling you, it's not going to, they're not going to tolerate it. They're going, to try to, they're going to try to influence a presidential election, which is all they want to do. And our country's not going to let it happen. It's not going to go. I, I, I think that the people of this country are not interested in in Stormy Daniels or potential hush money or anything. They're, they're, they're really not interested in any of this. I don't really see this as something that they're going to uh, relate to. Okay. I don't think people really care about his affair with Stormy Daniels. Okay. I don't think they do. I think what they care about is the, their bank accounts. They care about the country's lack of leadership. They care about the fact that we're in a war right now in Russia and Ukraine that we need world global leadership to get us out of it. And you've got Democrats and some Republicans that are okay with this war. And I think we just need to be on top of the fact that this is not a good thing. Okay. We don't want any part of it, but look, it, it, we just need to understand that it's, we just got to do, and we got to understand that what's happening is the result of incompetency. And, and, and they, they like when, when, when incompetent people are running a government, they're making public policy and there's bad policy and bad results and bad results from these bad policies. The first thing they're going to do is double down on their, on their, on their, on their tendency to overregulate. And that's exactly what they do, which they're all guilty of. They all have a tendency to overregulate because that's what they want. They want more regulations. Okay. I mean, I mean, you got, States like California passing laws to compost their loved ones, okay, passing laws to outlaw cars, okay, uh, you know, gas cars, okay. I mean, you know, he's got a solution now for, for the homeless problem. I mean, Gavin Newsom's got a solution for the homeless problem, okay. So everybody says, oh, great, this very smart, intelligent guy's got a solution for the homeless problem, okay, that he's created, okay. You got almost a quarter of a million people residing in the Golden State, if you will that are homeless. They're homeless people, almost a quarter of a million of them. Think about it. You know, and, 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 you know, and what is he doing for them? Nothing. Not helping these people at all. You know, they, they don't have anything. They don't have a solution for anybody. Every, all these people want is more regulations. They want more regulations. That's their answer to anything, more regulations. But anyway, it's funny how, now I want to get to a little bit by the minutes I got left here talking about TikTok and how TikTok is a mass surveillance application that's on people's phone. TikTok is what it is. It's a, it's a surveillance app. And uh, it was put together by the Chinese Communist Party to get on the phones of people. And what it does is it tracks their buying decisions. So people don't realize it, but when they're on their phone, they go search things up. Those, those search engines can be tracked by tracking devices or applications on their phones so tiktok's one of those applications so it's out there and uh you know it's it's the communists own it and i think like 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 mike pompeo said when he was asked about tiktok he goes no look if you're okay with the, the communist party looking at what you're searching online and you know the chinese communists searching what you're searching and seeing what you're up to then have tiktok on your phone so i mean 
you know, now all of a sudden, so Trump, Trump actually banned TikTok. You know, what you're seeing is a lot of people in the CIA and, and right now in government right now, government in the government defense there, they don't have TikTok on their phones. But but they but 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 this administration is OK with TikTok being on your kids phones. OK, but I mean, it's a mass surveillance app and it's being run by the Chinese government. And this is we've known this for months, but but the Biden Injustice Department now is deciding to investigate whether the owner of the social, the owner of the social media app, which is the Communist Party, which is popular amongst uh, you know the young kids today, because now it's on all these apps. Uh, it needs to be. Uh, they're 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 now investigating them. Okay, so they're investigating a great. They're they're launching an investigation. Okay, and I guess it began uh, late last year, but now it begins. It, it appears to be tied to the admission in December by the company. Okay, that its employees had had inappropriately obtained the data of American TikTok users. Well, we know this is going on. Trump said all this. Everybody knew this. So the department's criminal defense division, if you will, the FBI and the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia, they're investigating by by to dance because uh, which is based on which is based in Beijing because it has close ties with the communist government. No kidding. I wouldn't trust anything that was based in Beijing. Anyway, I mean, a big surprise here. There's a big wow here. Okay, the department's criminal division is doing this. Okay, okay. Well, we know this. To me, it's confirmation that the uh, that this is a Chinese tracking device, okay, if you will, and it, it is what it is. They want to track you. I mean, you're seeing it now. I mean, I mean, look, you got surveillance right now in this country, right now with your with the power that you use. They want to track your power. They want to track how much electric you use in your house. I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways that the government uses to. To get people, you know, to basically, you know, to find out what you're buying, what you're searching, whatever. I don't miss that. But anyway, folks, you know, you uh, one one other item I want to make a comment on are the uh, basically the uh, there were some comments the other day about Mayor Lightfoot and a uh, and she was uh, basically she gave a. Some reporter basically gave her, a, ripped her up basically at a, at a, at a, during a city council meeting. Mayor Lightfoot was the first Chicago mayor to not get reelected. First one. In like in the history of Chicago. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there was a, a journalist um, basically um, who said he uh, felt like he was giving a victim impact statement. Uh, exoriated Lightfoot when she was done to this, when she with with what she's done to the city and what she, what what he plans to to, to chronicle her failures in a book in his historic record. So he's writing a book about her. And uh, he said to her, he "says I'm, I, I should be sitting over there with my colleagues, but it's but instead I'm over here because on a weekly basis I was going viral asking you obvious questions, and instead of answering them, you told me that that crime was down. You told me that." You know, crime's down. It's not happening around here. Well, his videos went viral, massed millions of people and likes and shares. It was hurting her re-election campaign. So, again, she got beat because people like him were actually committing acts of journalism. So um, I would uh, probably uh, give credit to that to that individual, okay, because I think it's uh, William, Kelly, William Kelly. I'm going to give credit to William Kelly because he, acted, he committed an act of journalism and— uh, looked into and asked Lori Lightfoot the, the difficult questions that uh, she couldn't answer, basically, or she denied. 
in those difficult questions put her in a bad spot. She was the first Chicago mayor to not get reelected. So how about that, folks? Well, folks, we're going to we're going to leave it there today. We want to thank all of our listeners for taking the time to listen to us every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. right here on our show, um, 1180WFYL, and um, right here in Southeast Pennsylvania. Because you know that you tune into us every week because you want to hear the you want to hear our perspective and our our our, our thoughtful opining of the issues of the day, and so you take the time to tune in. So, folks, thanks for being with us today, and then for being with us every week. See you next week on the Watchman. I'm Clay Brees. Goodbye for now.